0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. MJ did it. Kobe did it. So did LeBron and countless others. So why aren't more athletes today playing multiple sports? I'll tell you the reason why and how it can make or break your student-athlete today on Baseline. With me, your host, Parday, LA's number one podcast for prep sports, only on the Believe Network. Today we're joined by a rising star from St. Mel. Her name is Hendrix Sinclair Bridget. Hey, Hendrix. Hi. Is that, now, is that Hendrix with an X or CK? X. Hendrix, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: I'm in fourth grade at St. Mel School, and I play soccer and basketball.
0: How long have you been playing sports?
1: Since kindergarten.
0: Actually, she's been kicking a ball since she could walk. I know because, spoiler alert. Hendrix is my nine-year-old daughter. Who is more encouraging, your mother or your father? My mom. And why is that?
1: Because she uses kind words. Always telling me to use my skills and do my best. But, like, my father, you um, just, like, pushes me and, like, not criticizes me, but, like, tries to help me fix my mistakes, like, every single (laughs)
0: do you hear your parents screaming from the sidelines yes is that good or bad
1: it's good because it helps like you because they're like cheering me on Mm -hmm. and it gets me like pumped up Ooh,
0: i like it me and my wife love watching her play soccer and basketball we hope she plays for a long time And like most kids her age, she wants to play professional one day.
1: I want to be a professional soccer player.
0: And countless parents want this dream for their kids, too. Well, at least a college scholarship. But the reality is, over 70% of kids leave organized sports by the age of 13. One main reason is due to injuries. Have you ever been injured?
1: Um, I had an injury with my foot um, a couple times. First, it was my growth plate was off so it was affecting when i walked and like ran and then it um and then we had to go to the physical therapist like for checking out my foot and
0: and our physical therapist is orel cotton dr cotton at propel um shout out to orel
1: he just told me like Exercises to do for my foot.
0: But the injury didn't discourage you from playing at all? No. You knew you were going to come back and dominate? Yes. All right. What are some of your goals this season for basketball?
1: Making more shots, dribbling between my legs, um, one handed lamp, and going undefeated. Ooh.
0: I like those. Those are really good goals right there. Uh, what have you been doing to get prepared for the season?
1: Um, I have been going to Mamba training camp.
0: Mamba is Kobe Bryant's new training facility in Agora Hills. It's amazing. Kids, have your parents take you there. Seriously. They're not paying me to say this, but it's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, they have good trainers and great classes. Uh, during the summer, Hendricks was able to take speed and agility plus a strength training class, and um, it really helped her uh, in both sports. Hey, L.A., what's up? This is Pardee, and I'm your host of Baseline, your number one podcast for prep sports on the Believe Network. Do you believe? Today, we have the privilege of talking with Hendrix and Claire Bridgette, a two-sport athlete uh, starring in soccer and basketball for St. Mel. Hey, Hendrix, how's it going? Do you have a favorite song that you like to listen to before you play a game? Beyonce,
1: Jay-Z, Lizzo.
0: Ooh, Lizzo. She's hot. I heard you guys have a pretty good soccer cheer that you do before games. How's it go?
1: We're not one, not two, not three, not four. We're going to win, not lose, not tie the score. We're going to beat them, crush them, smash them up, and smash them Go galaxy. Woo!
0: That'll fire me up.
1: Electric in the air.
0: Is there a lot of smack talk on the on the field or in the game? Hey, number eleven, I'ma take you out.
1: Okay, some players <laughs> take you out, like just like hey, if you push me, I'll push you back. Like, Ooh,
0: that's some tough talk right there.
1: Hey, you just reserved a plate of humiliation. How does that feel?
0: How do you like to wear your hair during games?
1: During games, I usually do a wavy ponytail or two braided buns.
0: Like Princess Leia?
1: No, not like on the side, just like on the top.
0: Now, that's a fourth grader who's concerned about her image. And all athletes like to show off their personalities in different ways, whether it's a hairstyle, sneakers, or an accessory like an armband or a knee brace. Everybody wants to look good and play their best at every second. By the way, I think it's super important for girls, young women, and women of all ages to be unapologetic for showing their feminism, emotion, and voicing their true selves. Whatever gives them the confidence to be a badass, you know what? You do you, boo.
2: Um, We had a reporter come to practice today. And afterwards, he took the captain and said, I'm going to take a photo. Well, we just had a two-hour practice. So oh, right. my gosh. Where are, you, where, are you, where are you? Can we go refresh you <laughs> now in the bathroom? And it's like, that's understandable. Like, yeah. anybody. And his comment was like, Jesus is different than boys, right? Because, of course, boys right, don't care boys after don't practice. Let's so go take your picture. Right. Uh, so, uh, Alicia Kamaki. I'm actually married now, so my, my legal last name is Crayner. Um But uh, I've been coaching. This is my eighth year at Sierra Canyon. And um, I'd have to do the exact math, but I believe it's 16 years (laughs) overall for high school basketball. And killing it. Yeah.
0: What's the answer to raising a happy, healthy, high-performing athlete? Specializing in one sport or allowing them to play multiple sports? Well, it depends on the kid. It depends on the sport and depends on the age. I
2: would say as a youth, pretty much eighth grade, and then down below, um, that if I was a parent, I would allow my child to explore any sport, however many they wanted to play, whatever options they wanted to play. Um, the trouble with that, though, is once those kids get to high school, um, they don't realize the, especially if you're in an elite program, they don't realize the time commitment, the energy commitment, um, all that it takes going into being in an elite program in a high school level. Um, and in particular, at our school here, we have a lot of successful programs so mm-hmm. it's not like just mm-hmm. girls basketball is successful the volleyball team is super successful soccer softball like everybody's really good yeah. so now when you have a kid who played softball basketball baseball you know uh, volleyball all of it and now they want to try to do it all in high school you know, we don't want to say it's impossible because we try to encourage multi sport athletes. Sure. But now you're taking away from that, you know, kind of perfecting um, whatever sport, you the know, the craft you know, it might yeah, be. Right?
0: Absolutely. And, I have a couple of nieces that mm-hmm. go here. Um, they're doing really well. Mm-hmm. They were actually, uh, there was a video of them dunking with uh, a couple of the basketball players. Okay.
2: <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: and they don't even play basketball, so I there you go. <laughs>
2: um, Yeah, and so that's where it becomes a challenge, though, because somebody like the Babcocks are definitely going to play college something. They're going to get a scholarship. They're going to do some sport. So when do you start to narrow in what sport do I like the most, what sport am I best at, whatever it might be, and when do they start just kind of narrowing down to one or two instead of trying to play four or five or six, right? Um, And they're unique because not many play as many sports as they do, Mm -hmm. um, and they're so good at all of them. But I think that's where the challenge lies, and I think that's kind of the interesting conversation to have is – um, you know, being a youth player and playing in multiple things and, and still having, like, the body and the fitness and all that stuff to do it, and it's not really taking its toll yet. Right. Um, but entering high school, I think it's really important to narrow for to sure. start zoning in For on... sure to at least two. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're going to be a college volleyball player and you're also playing softball, maybe you start figuring out, I'm going to start getting ready for my college career, yeah. you know. Um, and, that's a, and that's a tough thing to, to like, kind of trigger on a kid because – they're so good at both sports, and they're trying to help out their high school team, and they have fun doing it. Yeah, yeah. But then you're eventually hurting yourself to be a really good college player, maybe, right? right. So that's that's kind of the, the conversation. And um, what I've found is a lot of my players who have played – usually for us it's volleyball, basketball mm-hmm. um, because one precedes the other. Um, and so what I've always found is the kids who are basketball players that are like – for lack of a better word, entertaining volleyball. Yeah. They usually end up quitting by the time they're they're a senior because that's when it's the year before they're going to college. They have a college scholarship. They're already signed. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, I should probably start focusing on, on my, my sport. Right. Um, and vice versa. The volleyball player who's entertaining basketball at some point is like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm already signed as a sophomore going to wherever. I should probably start focusing on just my sport. Got it. Um, and it's hard because the kids want to do a lot. They're good at both. They're good at all three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's fun to be good at a lot of things. It is. Right? Absolutely. So, so why not keep trying it? Um, but again, at some point, you know, you might be able to be even better at what you want to be better at.
0: Yeah. Now, do you for summertime, does the program continue or do you have a specific program you like your team to kind of get involved with?
2: Um, yeah. So for us, we're pretty much a year round sport here. Uh, we start the first day of school with conditioning strength program, um, and on the court. And then once we hit our season, um, you know, we officially started practicing a little bit later in the week of October, month of October, and we're going to go through pretty much till mid end of March. Uh, so it's a long season for us, um. We give off spring here as just kind of individual on-your-own workouts so mm-hmm. if you want to drop in the gym and get some shots up. Um, and then we go for a little bit in the summertime, release them to club because at that at spring and summer, they're doing their club stuff anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then start up again on the first day of school. So it's pretty much a year-round program. It's a lot of commitment. It's a lot of effort. Um, and it's tough on the body.
0: So is the club kind of their version of the AAU? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, and everybody's just going everywhere, wherever they're mm-hmm. kind of – it's yep. up to their preference. yeah. Do they do? Some of them tend to go together in packs, or um, yeah, in-
2: I've had I've had a good chunk every year that play together. Um- the difference with club basketball is that there's usually like an age group. So it's like 17 and under, 16 and under, whatever. So um, generally you're going to have to be close to the same age. You have to be a senior to be playing with a senior or junior plays with the juniors. Okay. We don't really have freshmen playing with seniors in club
0: basketball. No? Um,
2: it's possible for sure, um, but it's a little more rare coming from the same program to be playing in the same level.
0: Do you have any freshmen that are?
2: Yeah, so my program's very unique because we only have varsity here. And our school also has a no-cut policy. So Got fascinating it. that we're one of the top teams in the state, um, ranked in the country, and I have a total gamut of age, of group. age groups and skill levels yeah. and, and all that. So uh, so we're not the one to comment on that because ours is very rare. Okay. Um, but yes, I, I've always been a part of wherever I've, I've coached that we've always had freshmen on varsity. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Do they get playing time? Or, like, if they're good enough. If they're good enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> There are many valuable lessons learned by playing sports, and it's not that everyone wins a trophy. As long as your kids are playing sports and having fun and being healthy, I think you have the answer. Do you believe? Drop me a line and let me know your take on this topic and others you want to discuss at believe.com. I'm Parday and this is Baseline, only on the Believe network. Next time you got to come back and bring your friends along with you. What yes. do you think? Yeah. Okay, you can bring as many as you want. We can all talk. Okay. All right, and now I want to hear this cheer that really loud when you guys come back. Okay. We're going to beat them, kick them.
1: Yeah.
0: No, Tell no. me, go do it again.
1: We're not one, not two, not three, not four. We're going to win, not lose, not tie the score. We're going to beat them, crush them, smash them up, and smash them.
0: Go uh, baseline. baseline! This is Part Day, and I'm your host of Baseline, LA's number one podcast for prep sports right here on the Believe. To thank our special guest today, Alicia Komaki of Sierra Canyon and Hendrick Sinclair Brigette of Safe Battle. Today's episode of Baseline was sponsored by Propel Physical Therapy at 20265 Ventura Boulevard. for all your fishing lures, box sets, and apparel. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E. AV on YouTube.